What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. Uh, so today we'll be diving into subject lines. So we're going to be going into email marketing. Um, email marketing is something that uh, that I kind of you know tend to enjoy doing because it's 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 a it's a channel uh, and it's a free channel, especially if you acquire contacts. And so we're going to be diving into 20 subject lines uh, formats that you can basically start using in use for your current emails right now. So you're probably asking yourself how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable. You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. So 20 subject lines that are going to work. You can test them and you can kind of, you know, try them in different ways. But these 20 subject lines are, are, are a, a great way to kind of start getting the, the juices, the, the creativity juices flowing, if you will. Okay, so I'm going to go through these. I'm going to give you guys examples. I'm going to kind of talk about email subject lines a little bit more too. So before I dive into these 20 subject lines though, I want to point out that like if you are not currently email marketing, then you're missing out on a humongous opportunity uh, to, to generate um, you know more leads um, or not more leads because you, you've already acquired them, but to generate more revenue and then to re-engage people, to keep people kind of like top of mind, if you will, where if you're sending them content, you know, content uh, that's interesting, that's intriguing, it keeps people engaged in a, at a longer pace to where if they don't buy today, tomorrow, next week, next month, they might end up buying six months from now, 12 months from now, 18 months from now because you keep them engaged. And so when you're writing emails, the number one thing that you need to do is you need to have a strong subject line, a strong hook. And so that subject line is going to capture that person's attention to be like, huh, I should probably open this email. And so there's different ways in how you can actually attempt this. You can do, you know, just, you know, write a subject line and, and see what happens. You can swipe these 20 different subject lines that I've got here for you. You can do A-B testing. For instance, you take, you know, these 20 and you take one of them and then you write your own subject line and then, you know, you see how they compare when you A-B test. A lot of email platforms have that, oper- that, um, that thing that's available and you see how they open. Now, the thing is, is that email subject line is one of the most critical things that's overlooked, okay? And so I tend to focus on writing the subject line after I've written the content of like of the email. And the reason is that once I've written like the body of the email and what I want to talk about, then I kind of have an idea of like, okay, this is going to be a strong hook to get somebody interested in opening the email. And then I just evaluate the content um, in there and kind of find, you know, find some nuggets and I try to keep things kind of like interesting where they're like, what is that? For instance, um, you know, we have a, an email that we use at Ratmate that does very well. It's our second email that we send out to new leads. And uh, this comes up from our sales team. And essentially it, uh, it says, I forget what the subject line is actually now that I'm talking about it. But, but the, 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 the idea is that the email, the way it's written inside of it is that, hey, we just have a design spot open um, that uh, allows you to get a design mock-up for a vehicle wrap. And then so some people reply back and they're like, what's a design mock-up? 
And the beauty about that is that when someone replies back by saying like, what is something you've basically kind of piqued their interest of like, okay, I'm not really sure what this is, but I'm going to reply back because I want to know more. And by doing that, you start creating engagement, but it all starts with the subject line. So I think it's some, the subject line starts something like um, a spot just opened or something like that. Um, and so some people are going to be like, what do you mean a spot just opened? And it creates engagement. It creates an opportunity for people to kind of like, hey, this is, this is going to be great. So when you're putting together an email strategy, when it comes to like nurture emails or sales emails, whatever that is, the idea is that you really want to focus and put a lot of attention to the subject line. So if you spend 20 minutes writing an email, you should be putting equal or if not more time into the subject line because that time that you spend to write an email, it, it could die literally by having a poor subject line. And so this is something that you know, I challenge everybody to kind of start pushing. So you're like, all right, Javier, just dive into the damn things. All right, so number one, is X reasons to, to X, Y, Z. So X reasons. So for instance, like 10 reasons to brush your teeth. Okay. So like, do you see what I'm trying to say here? The reason you use numbers is that numbers tend to have a higher open rate. And so if you want to try to find different ways and different reasons to put a number inside of an email or inside of the subject line. So like seven ways to improve your facility, so, you know, three reasons, to hire an IFM, um, nine reasons why, do you see what I'm trying to get to? But putting a number in there is gonna help a lot. All right, number two, how to benefit, okay, this is in parentheses, without obstacle or challenge, okay? So how to, uh, how, how to get more facility management, how to get more facility manager customers without having to go to conferences. Do you see what I'm saying here? So like, so you, what you're doing or how to make a, a facility, you know, spick and span perfect without having to hire an IFM. So and you're like, well, I want them to hire me. You get what I'm trying to get to. You're giving them a how to like a benefit that they can get. And then you're removing a, and, and then you're talking about an obstacle or challenge that they always have to go through, but you're removing that and they get that benefit anyways. So like, think of it another way, like how to lose 10 pounds without working out. Does that kind of make sense? So that's another great subject line to actually take into, right? Number three, the real reason why you can't blank gain benefit. Okay, so the real reason you can't, and then in parentheses, gain benefit. The real reason why you can't you know, lose 10 pounds, all right? Now let's put into facility management or property management. The real reason why you can't leave your facility alone for two days. The real reason why you can't not have a fire in your facility. Like, do you see what I'm trying to get to? Like, um, or, or, or the real reason why, like something that they you wanna gain, something that's important. And so, this is a really good subject line because you know, like all of a sudden it's like, there's one reason, there's only one thing for me to gain this really cool benefit. And the reason why I can't gain it is because of this. Like, what is that? And it's gonna make someone wanna click, okay? And you might be saying to myself like, well, this is very clickbaity. Look, if you're upset about clickbait stuff, then you should be upset about everything in the world. Everything, okay? You should be upset about 
anything that like, you know, hey, I've got news for you tomorrow. Um, we'll tell you more about it from your boss. And you're like, what the hell, man? You, why aren't you gonna tell me now? Well, it's because it's just not the right time. I'll tell you tomorrow. Like you get that all the time. You're gonna go into the office and quit? No. Same thing with like ads that you see like on commercials, right? Uh, same thing with every other email that you probably get right now, okay? So, so don't act as though like, well, I just don't like clickbaity stuff. Remove your personal opinion away from this and understand what the goal is and the achieve, what you're trying to achieve, all right? Number four, do you make this topic mistake? So in parentheses is topic. Do you make this blank mistake? All right, so we can say like, do you make this facility management mistake every week? Do you make this facility mistake? Do you make this, like, do you see what I'm trying to get to? Do you make this eating mistake? Do you make this sleeping mistake? You're like, well, how can you make a mistake by sleeping? Like you just sleep. And then what you're doing is that there's, you have information about what you're talking about. So for your facility, it can be different things like that you know of. Like you gotta be like, you know, like this, this mistake is what a lot of, a lot of facility managers make all the time and we can prevent that instantaneously. So write that down in there like a topic, okay? Number five, the XYZ in parentheses, secret to in parentheses gaining benefit, all right? So the facilities, the facility manager's secret to um, running a, a smooth facility across 10 states, something like that, right? So, you know, the XYZ part is going to be some sort of insider secret that you want to share to your, like for your audience, the, the, um, the men's secret to weight gain. Like you're like, why do they want to gain weight? Maybe they want to get stronger. Like, okay. So something that is going to be like your target audience, XYZ is going to be like your target audience, like facility manager or, or property management. All right. But the XYZ secret to gaining benefit. All right, so think about that. And so again, this is this is one that I use a lot for like webinars. I use this subject line in different ways, like for the title of a webinar or for a headline on a, on a page to kind of like push something I'm trying to sell. Like that's kind of the stuff I'm doing. All right, number seven, one weird trick to parentheses gain, get benefit. So one weird trick to make sure you have no more HVC problems. Okay, so this is another kind of, you know, may sound like clickbaity, but the one weird one, it could have been like, man, had I just done, you know, three, you know, um, preventative maintenance programs or pre preventative maintenance um, schedules versus two, I probably would have saved myself $100,000 versus of replacements and repairs and stuff like that. So one weird trick to scheduling preventative maintenance for your facilities. You know, so like something along those lines. Does that, does that make sense? Like you've got to think about, you know, just being creative and then also kind of like hooky. Like you've got to have some sort of hook that's like, man, that's really interesting. I want to know what, what they're talking about. All right, number eight. What most, your target audience in parentheses, don't know about in parentheses getting benefit. What most facility managers don't know about hiring an IFM to manage your facility. Does that, does that make sense? What most FMs don't know about hiring a plumbing, um, a, a plumbing management company 
to manage your facility. Okay, so something along those lines. The like so what you're doing here is is you're calling out your audience within this. Okay, number nine, shock and prediction for target audience. Shock and prediction for FMs in 2023. That would be a great one. Shock and predictions, or it could even you can add another layer. Six shocking predictions for FMs in 2023. Does that make sense? That's another great subject line that you can use, okay? All right, number, what are we at? Number 10, we're halfway done. Last chance, and then get parentheses benefit. Last chance, get our FM's insider guide to running a facility. Last chance, get our FM's insider guide to preventative maintenance. Does this make sense? So, like, so what you're doing is you're calling your audience out in there and you're talking about the benefit that they could be getting as well too, okay? All right, number 11, first name in parentheses, so this means their name. First name, this can help you and then benefit audience wants, okay? So it can be like, John, this can help you make sure, oh, my screen just went to sleep. All right, never mind, all right, we're good now. All right, so it says, um, all right, num again, number 11, John, this can help you and then benefit the audience once. John, this can help you hire the best facility managers for all your locations, okay? John, this can help you hire the best IFM to manage all of your locations. Like, do you see what, it's, what you're trying to do? Like, so you need to know something that your audience wants to achieve, like a benefit, something that they're looking for, and you need to plug that in. And then obviously, when you put any kind of first name into an email, it gets personalized and the open rates tend to go up much, much higher. Now, I'm gonna dive into this, I'm gonna keep going into this and I'm gonna talk about the ATT stuff, right? So essentially what's not being, you, you, you know, the, 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 the targeting and, and, and the tracking and that sort of stuff, like that's, that Apple has essentially has, has been doing and other companies are gonna start doing the same thing too. We'll go over that in just a second, all right? So, number 12, can we talk about blank specific benefit question mark? So it can be, can we talk about how to handle preventative maintenance this year? And then you can even throw in the name like, hey John, can we talk about how to better handle preventative maintenance in this year or this quarter or this month? Do you see what I'm saying now? So if you know when people are doing PMs, this is a great thing to, to kind of you know, you know, work on, all right? Number 13, the truth about and then topic they're interested in, okay? So it could be like the truth about integrated facility management, the truth about um, self-performing versus um, uh, subcontracting, the truth about, like, do you see what, what's happening here? Like all of a sudden they're like, oh, you've got some insider stuff that I don't know about and people are gonna be interested in that. All right, number 14, the fastest way to parentheses get specific benefit. So the fastest way to having a flawless facility or having a well-ran facility, or you see what I'm trying to see, like a specific benefit that people are trying to achieve, like your FMs are trying to achieve. So the fastest way, because they all want speed. Speed typically is one of those things like, this would be great if I can have this done yesterday. Okay, number 15, the number one mistake even experienced top people and target audience make. So you can say the number one mistake even experienced 
um, experienced facility managers or VPF facilities make. The number one mistake even experienced director of facilities make. Do you see what's happening here? So you're calling out like the top level people. They're like, man, these people, they don't make mistakes, but they even make this one. I'm curious. And again, has a number in there. All right, number 16, free gift and then something valuable that they want. So it could be like free gift, insider guide on how to run a proper HVAC PM program. Okay, so that's, that's long, so you're gonna have to play with it. But starting it off with free gift, everyone wants something for free. And if you're targeting your FMs, then you know that's gonna definitely work, right? Number 17, final day two, and then parentheses, get valuable product or service. So final day two, save 10% on our IFM packages. Final day two, um, you know, whatever, but like something that's valuable. All right, and I would recommend like if you give discounts occasionally to your services, which you should be running promos in my opinion, this would be a great email to use. 18, flash sale, and then it, it was a colon right after that, get and then product for X percent off. Okay, so it could be like flash sale, get our um, preventative maintenance course for 50% off. So you might have like a PM course that you've created for the industry and you're trying to sell it. So this would be one of those things that you can do. So if you, which you probably should be running courses because it's a great, it's another way of creating some extra revenue to where you're slowly building those people up to buying some stuff from you slowly, slowly, slowly. And then all of a sudden you can do the big grab and, and sell the service, okay? So those flash sales ones, they work very well. Number 19, today only save X dollars on XYZ. So it could be like today only save $900 on our preventative maintenance course for 2023. Does this make sense so far? So another one, all right. And then 20, which is the last one, were, um, were you still interested in XYZ question mark? Were you still interested in IFM services? Were you still interested in buying our preventive maintenance course? Were you still interested in speaking with our HVAC experts? Were you still interested in, do you see what I'm saying? Like you've got to think about like things that people are wanting and you plug that one in there, all right? So now, you know, you might be asking, well, Javier, there's this whole privacy stuff going on when it comes to email, so we can't really track open rate that well. And you're correct. Like open rate is, has been, has been the worst that I've ever seen since I've been in the industry at marketing. Um, you know, I, I've been accustomed to seeing open rates in the 20, 30, 40, 50, 60%. Okay, like kids, you not want to say this, like high open rates. And now the open rates are like six, eight, 12, 15, 17, but I'm, I'm, I'm not even seeing 20% anymore. But then the difference is that, that I see is I'm seeing a high click-through rate. So that tells me, okay, so people are opening it, but we're not seeing everything, but there's a lot of engagement. And so the thing is, is that these subject lines, it, you know, you can only use open rate for so much before like it's completely like just gone. Like you can't track anything as far as activity and that's okay. So what we've done internally as a company is that we use open rate as just like a, a benchmark to make sure things are getting inboxed and people are engaging with it. Um, 
but then we use open rate, I'm sorry, but when we use click-through rate, CTR, as like our true like predictor of like, okay, we have like a 3% or a 4% click-through rate. This is an engaging email. People are clicking into our blog or people are clicking into our sales page or people are clicking into this. So like people are actually engaging with this stuff. That's good. And so the, the what, I, what I'm trying to kind of share here is, is that even though there's a lot of privacy laws now going on for email marketing, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be putting attention into open rates. You should be putting a lot of attention into open rates, but you should be using it more as like a baseline to make sure that the open rates overall are kind of consistent, okay? So like if it's really bad one week that, you know, when you send, send a nurture email, then you might want to start digging in, all right? So now, Here's another hack that we figured out within the company is that we get higher open rates when it's an email sent by a salesperson than when we do if it's an email sent via marketing. And this is kind of what I mean. So we use HubSpot as our marketing um, automation tool. So we are sending emails through HubSpot and we send two types of emails via HubSpot. We send sales emails and we send marketing emails. Sales emails are tied to Google Suites or Google Workspace, okay? So that email appears as though our AE is sending that email as though they typed it up and be like, hey, John, I saw that you're interested in getting X, Y, and Z. So we've written those emails a certain way where it's just text and it gets sent out automatically in a workflow, okay? And then that email then goes into the inbox and it literally has either double, triple, or quadrupled our open rates versus marketing emails. And I kid you not when I say this. So when we get 40% open rates on specific emails, it's probably closer to like 60, 70, 80% open rates because some of it's not being reported, okay, because of the privacy. So sending sales emails that are automated, that are not marketing emails, is one way to kind of work around this stuff. And then the challenge there is just figuring out how to do email uh, subject line testing. So you can't do a lot of testing on that one because you can't do A-B testing. So I'm just kind of giving you guys some, some parameters here to kind of start exploring. Now, when we send marketing emails, those marketing emails get less open rates because they literally on the top of the email says, um, says something along the lines of like unsubscribe from this promotional email. And so some people will just probably click on that very top one, even though the content that they have is informative information based on the things that they signed up to learn more about. And so where I'm coming from in all of this is, is that if you're, if you really want to improve your open rates, then what you can do and try to be very, very weary how you do this is to start sending emails via sales emails for new leads that come like from your sales team and then eventually graduate those leads into a, 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 like a marketing email series. Um, that's like kind of getting used to getting some emails from marketing and then put them into a nurture series of emails over the course of the next forever until they unsubscribe. Does that kind of make sense? So that's kind of how we handle emails internally and this is kind of how you should handle it as well too for your company. All right, so if you have any questions, please let me know. Um, three things I always ask uh, at the end of my podcast. Number one, please give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Number two, connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find me at linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. Most of you have probably found me because I've reached out personally to you. So I want to thank you personally for you know being a listener on our podcast. And then the third thing is please share this podcast with somebody else. We're trying to grow this industry. 
um, help people start in, you know improving their marketing so that we we see better stuff out there as opposed to things that are just you know you know not tried and true. Okay, so. If you can do those three things for me, that'd be greatly appreciated. Other than that, I hope everybody has a wonderful day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, um, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.